Hello everyone. We are want to welcome you to night to our broadcast, our podcast, Nothing But the Raw Truth. I'm the host, Dr. Bruce Smith, here in the studio of BBS Productions in the heart of West Memphis, Arkansas. We have on the line tonight none other than Phyllis Smith Knight from Mansfield, Texas. She's going to co-host this podcast and as we are here to discuss uh, the the sacrifices that were made by African Americans to have the right to vote. When we look at uh, voting, voting is our right, but our rights sometimes get uh, suppressed. People try to do everything they can to hinder people. Not and, and when we look at today's uh, age, they're trying not just trying to hinder the the black vote, but they're trying to hinder the poor vote. They're trying to hinder the the the, the older vote. Those that that uh, does not have access to uh, uh, automobiles and access to some of the polling places. Uh, they're trying to shut down mailboxes and all kinds of things to hinder the vote. But it is important for us to get a word out, not just today, but every day to uh, let people to understand and to realize that you're not just for, uh, uh, are, are supposed to vote during the election of the president, but the, the election in between those elections are the ones with power. Those are the ones where people make a difference, where when they vote for those that are for our local uh our local areas in our states and our governors. And so it's important for us to realize that uh, it's not just a, a vote, but it is it's a, a way to make change in society, to make things put into place to where if, if things are not going in the way that we feel they should, if we vote, we can make change. We must understand that our vote has power and if we step out and exercise the right to vote, we can make the changes necessary. People will tell us that your vote does not make a difference, but I beg to differ. Our vote does make a difference, but it doesn't make a difference if we don't sacrifice what time it takes to get the vote out. So here on Nothing But The Raw Truth tonight, we're going to discuss some of these things that uh, people had to face, people had to go through in order to vote. So we have our co-host tonight, Phyllis Knight, and we're going to ask her if she will step in and, and introduce herself to our uh, podcasters and uh, if she would uh, get us started on our focus on uh, the sacrifices that we had to make to have the right to vote. Amen. How are you doing this evening, uh, Dr. Smith? And thank you for um, inviting me to um, this podcast on tonight. Um, I just, you know, want to stress how important it is for African-Americans to vote. We have, we're on the shoulders and the backs of our ancestors. Our ancestors suffered mightily for us to have the right to vote. They were brutalized. They were, you know, all kinds of things happened um, for us to have the right to vote. And it would be a shame for us 
to not exercise that right by saying it doesn't make a difference. You know, I'm just one vote. A one vote, two votes can make the difference between which candidate will win, um, whether it's the uh, White House or your local government, whether it's your the mayor in your city or your state representative, we have to exercise our right to vote. If we don't vote, then we lose our voice. Our vote is our voice, and we have to exercise that right to vote. When we look at things as as they are, Phyllis, and if, mm-hmm. you, if it's okay, Cory Phyllis, when we yes. when we look at these things, uh, we 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 look at voting in, in in days of old as just in the South. We look at right. how they used to try to suppress the vote in the South. But when we look mm-hmm. at things, they're trying to do it all over America. Look in the state of Michigan, how they tried to to uh, kidnap the governor of the state of Michigan because right. they did not like the way things or way she was doing things in the state. So it's so right. important for you and for me as uh, human beings, African Americans, people in the United States and people that came from Michigan, it's, it's important right. for us to recognize that it's not just happening down in the South, it's not just happening out West, but it's happening all over the world. So it's, important. Right. it's so important for us today to step up and step out, make the sacrifices, be willing to, to go that extra mile to, to get the vote out. Your vote, as you have already said, that even if it's just that one vote, it makes a difference. One vote can make change. One vote can in, in vote other people to come out to vote. If, if people see you out going out to vote, when they ask about the voting and they say that they don't want to vote and you encourage them to come out and vote, no matter if it takes them to one hour, two hours, five hours, six hours to, to stand in line, that vote can count. That vote can make a difference. What do you think right, about right. that, Phyllis? What do you think about us being able to make a difference? What do you think about those that were before us? In years in years past, what they went through just to get a right to vote. Well, you know, as a woman, okay. um, uh, women didn't have a right to vote until 1920. Right. <laughs> so um, before that, you know, we were not able to vote. So um, as citizens, you know, we need to get out and vote as females because mm-hmm. that's our voice. You know, our great, our great grandparents stood up, you know, in the midst of patriotic mm-hmm. because we could not vote mm-hmm. because of male hatred or whatever, or fear driven, whatever the situation was, mm-hmm. we were not able to mm-hmm. vote. So it would behoove us Mm-hmm. as standing on the back of sh- and shoulders as a woman mm-hmm. to get out <clears throat> and vote. Let me just give you a few, um, just a little bit of um, mm-hmm. a history on, on voting um, rights. Okay, um, our Constitution was amended four times before all citizens finally had an equal right to vote. Um, the, the, they included Amendment 14, which was ratified in 18... 18- 
it granted citizens citizenship to all persons born or naturalized in the United States, which included former slaves. Mm -hmm. Amendment 15 uh, ratified in 1870 mm -hmm. prohibited state and federal government from denying um, the right to vote based on race, mm -hmm. color, or previous condition of servitude. Mm -hmm. In practice, it took almost 100 years before all barriers were removed. Mm -hmm. Amendment 19, it was ratified in 1920, finally gave women the right to vote. The amendment was first introduced to Congress in 1878, but it took, it was 40 years, 42 years prior to when it was, we were able to actually be able to vote. And Amendment 24 ratified in 1964, <laughs> that was a year before I was born, mm -hmm. eliminated the poll tax, a fee uh, charged to voters, which mm -hmm. effectively uh, all but eliminated voting by people of, of color and poor. Um, as we, you know, get closer to this election, we got to remember the sacrifices of those who gave so much for us to have the right to voice. Like I said earlier, our voice is our vote is our voice, and we don't want to fail to be heard because we feel like my vote don't make a difference. Um, we got to get out and vote, no matter how young you are. I had a conversation with uh, one of my sons who's, who's never voted. Mm -hmm. And I convinced him that you need to get out and vote, you know, um, because like some young people think that my vote does not matter. But after having a conversation with him and explaining to him, Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Sometimes the candidate that you vote for don't win. But you can't you can't have a right to say anything mm -hmm. if you didn't do anything to get out and vote. Voting is going to help us, you know, not just in the major election, but in the election in our communities too. Mm -hmm. You know, it affects um, housing and education, employment, healthcare, everything. So we can't just look at it like, you know, it doesn't matter. Those things are affecting our personal lives that we have to vote so that we can make sure what we want, you know, that whether or not we're taxed or whatever, we got to make our voices heard. We got to get out and vote. You are so correct. We have to get out and vote when we look at and <clears throat> examine all the laws that were put into place to hinder uh, uh, women from voting way back then. Right. Even right. When, even when women were given the right to vote back in, I believe, is nineteen twenty or nineteen twenty-two mm -hmm. in that time frame. Right. It still did not allow African Americans to vote. You, right. When we look at that and look at all the things that we had to suffer, and you think about it over the years and everything that was put into place, especially in the South was put mm -hmm. in a place to keep black people from voting, keep people right. from exercising their constitutional rights. And then in the other words, they, they felt that we didn't even have a right because we were descendants of slaves and slave owners. So it's yeah. so important for us to look as African-Americans and look at this situation and recognize that they didn't just try to hinder the 
the vote of black people, but they hindered the vote of the poor. They wanted that's right. They wanted those people, only those people that they felt were uh, 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 worthy of being able to vote. When we look at things right. back in the 1960s and in, in the 1960s when legislation was put into place to give uh, us as African Americans the right to vote, even during mm-hmm. those times, people still tried to hinder the vote. When even after these things passed, they, things has not. And when we, as we progress forward and look at at, at, at things as they are here in two thousand and twenty, things still have not changed. We may have the right, right to vote, but they try to do everything to hinder you from being able to vote. Try to right. what they doing uh, in in Texas when you think about how they are taking these mailboxes up, so it's just one per county. What they're doing is trying to stop those that 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 don't have transportation, stop those that don't, don't that that are that are poor, stop those that are black, stop those that 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 uh, uh, they feel are less of value. They want to yes. be able to suppress the vote, and why they want to be yes. able to suppress the vote because they don't want change to come. They don't want exactly. people to have have an opportunity to, to flip their state because people are so frustrated and, and disenfranchised today with all the things that are going on in our society so it's so important for you and I and each and every one of our listeners not just here in the United States but all over the world because as we look at things this podcast and what we do it goes not just here but it goes all over the world and as we look at things all go as it goes all over the world is it's important for us to recognize that we want people to realize that your you, that there is power in your vote and if you uh, uh, take the time and don't think like so many of our young people today look at this is if it's not going to matter if I don't vote yes if you get one after another after another after another right. that will not right. exercise that right the power is gone. Right. So all we have <clears throat> after that is complaints. Yeah. All we can do is complain about what didn't happen and why it didn't happen. And why it didn't happen was because we did not take the time to vote. What do you think about that now? You're exactly right. You're <clears throat> exactly right. And we, we have to remember also that, you know, our ancestors, they fought in civil wars, right. you know, for us to be able to have the right to vote, you know, only to suffer Jim Crow laws, you know, for us to have the right to vote. So it's almost like, you know, we're not able to pay our ancestors back, but we can pay it forward. And paying it forward is doing what they suffered mm-hmm. for. And that was for us to be able to go to the polls. You know, so we can go to the polls and we can say, I want this candidate or, you know, whatever. We need to pay it forward for our ancestors. Don't let it be in vain what they went through, what they sacrificed, what they suffered through, how they, you know. And and, and like you said, the time we're living in now, like you said, they're trying to suppress our voting by... Uh, you know, our, our mail-in ballots not being able to, you know, mail our mail-in ballots and, and messing with the mail and um, they're moving polls from, you know, one area where there's lower income people, you know, to 
across town where you got people who can't drive over there because they don't have vehicles or something, or they're moving it too far, you know, that they can't get over there and vote, or they people get in line and stand in line for a long period of time and then only for them to say, oh, something wrong with the um, with the machines. You know, those are tactics mm-hmm. to keep people from voting. But we can't allow that to frustrate us or we become so uh, irritated that we don't vote. We still have to press forward and vote because it's our right. We can't allow our voice to be taken away from us by not voting. So I encourage every young person to get out there and vote. It's your right, your grandmother, your great-grandmother, your great-grandparents sacrifice Mm -hmm. so much so we can have the right to be able to vote. And it would be a shame for us to not exercise that and make our voices heard. We must understand, and you are so correct, we must understand that during this uh, season, during this opportunity that we have, we must realize that we must stay calm. We must stay under control because what they they want us to do is to get uh, out of control. They want us to get uh, in a panic. They want us to get get, uh, in a position to where we just want to throw our hands up and give up. But we can't give up. We've come too far. Well, when you look at it, there was a time that we were slaves and we had slave owners. Now we uh, are not slaves anymore. But if we do, if we we can remain a slave if we don't exercise our vote to make change. How our uh, vote will make a difference is, is that we exercise it for uh, our right to vote. Now we got to understand this: there is no perfect politician. That, that in everything they do, there are things they do good and things that they don't do so good. But what, what, what we have to look at, Phyllis, is we have to look at things and we got to look at them at face value. What is the best of two evils sometimes? So if we don't, don't realize that we just say, well, I just don't care. If you don't care, don't complain. If you don't care, don't, don't say nothing when you, when you don't have no insurance. If you don't, if you don't care, don't complain when uh, so many of the rights that we've had are stripped away. When you uh, don't vote, when you don't, when you make the decision that uh, I don't care uh, because it's not going to go the way I want it anyway. Well, nothing in life goes the way that we want it 100%, but we can make a difference in our society but what we have to do is and i have to say this again we have to say stay calm we have to do things deliberately we have to recognize that when if we don't want to be disenfranchised it means that we have to step forward with power and authority and vote vote can make if vote can bring change but uh we have to understand there are sacrifices that has to be made to make these changes that we want. We don't want our people being killed on the street unnecessarily, uh, but we, if we, if we are wanting this change, then we have to step out, step forward and vote. We must realize today, Phyllis, when we think about this thing, that politics messes everything up. We know that is a fact. 
We know that politics uh, are, are dirty, they're nasty, they're name-calling, and, and, and this, this thing has gotten to a level today in which I, I, I would have never thought would have happened coming from the highest office in the world. I would have never thought some of the things that have been said about people would have happened the way that it, ha it has, but it has. And we can't, we can't cry over spilled milk, but we can vote. Your vote can make a difference. If we don't like the way things are going in our education system, vote. If we don't like the way things are going in our state, vote. If we don't like the way things are going in our city, vote. If we don't like what's going on in, in your public schools, vote. See, we have to come out. We, we, have, we have meetings for, for the, uh, the city council. We have meetings for all types of things. And um, so many times we will not come out and let our voices be heard. But we as Americans have a right to, to be heard. So it's important for us to make that sacrifice that we have to make to vote. We have to understand also, Phyllis, when you think about this thing, and I've had to think about this thing, anything that, that you have a passion about, there's a sacrifice that has to come. So when we look at this thing and what we are doing today, we have to make that sacrifice to come out and vote so we can get change. But we got to remember, we can't just come out to vote during the presidential election. Because it's not as they cannot do as much as we think they can. But the ones that can make the difference is is in between vote when we vote for our governors and all these people in these positions, we can make change. Because that, that's where our power comes from. The power comes from our vote. Exactly. And I, I I like what you said earlier. You said not voting makes us remain slaves. That's a powerful statement. <laughs> I never really heard it like that, and honestly, I never even thought about it like that. But that's a powerful statement. You know, when we don't vote, especially as African Americans, when we don't vote because slaves could not vote, right. and if we don't vote, that's keeping us in a slave mentality. It's keeping us in a slave state of mind, you know, and so that's a power, that was a powerful statement, you know, that you said. Um, but like you said, if we don't care, then then don't vote. But like you said, if we if we don't care, I'm too loud. I'm sorry. If 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 we um if you if we don't vote, then um then we um uh, can't you know complain when our taxes go up. We can't complain when we um, want public transportation, but we don't get it. We can't complain, you know, if we want minimum wage to be raised and we don't go out and vote, right. you know. So we can't complain when they give funding to a local school and our, and our city taxes go up. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. So we, like you said, we have to make our um, vote we got to get out and vote not voting I can't stress it enough not voting takes away our voices you know the elections are you know we decide who we want to represent us you know so if you don't want this candidate 
to represent who you are, then stay at home. Right. And then don't complain. Don't complain when they're doing everything else. You don't have a right to talk about this person ain't doing this and they didn't do that. And, you know, they didn't do nothing when they was in office or anything like that because it really doesn't matter because you didn't get out and vote. But we got to make sure that, like you said, we don't allow ourselves to become frustrated when they put roadblocks and barricades to try to prevent us from exercising our right to vote, like mm-hmm. you said, by moving, you know, the polling places, like people who are, you know, who don't have transportation, you know, try mm-hmm. to catch a ride from a family member, mm-hmm. do whatever you can, catch an Uber, do whatever you can to make sure your voice is heard. Your family depends on it. Your grandchildren depends on it. Your, your neighbors depends on it. We have to exercise. Hmm. Our community depends on us getting that vote out. And some people don't even have the privilege to vote because they've been locked up behind bars and their privilege Mm -hmm. to be able to vote has been taken away. But those who got that privilege and they give it up, like you said, and they stay silent, Mm -hmm. I can't stress it enough, like you said, that's making you still be a slave. It's like you have a slave mentality. I, that was a powerful statement that you said, and I never thought about it in that way, but that is so correct. When we don't vote, you know, we're giving up our freedoms. We have veterans that make sacrifices for us yes. to have the freedoms that we have. So we got to get out and do our part and vote. No matter how dirty, like you said, the politics are, we have to push past and listen to what people are saying. Are this Is this person representing, you know, my value? Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, okay, maybe neither one of them are the candidates that we really want. But like you said, which one is the better of the two evils? Right. You know, we got to, somebody's going to be there. So. If somebody's going to be there, then we have to make the decision who you want to represent you and your family, your grandchildren, your neighbors, your community, who you want to represent you. We got to get out and make our voices heard. And not just us as African-Americans. We have to also, those that are immigrants, those that are Irish and Germans and Italians and Chinese and Hispanic people that have migrated here to this country, you know, who are naturalized citizens or whatever, they have their right to vote also. So their families have um, um, came here to to make a better life for themselves, blood, sweat, and tears to come to this country to better themselves. They got to get out and vote also. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not just us, but we all as a melting pot of people mm-hmm. have to exercise that right, that privilege that we have to vote because so many people have sacrificed mm-hmm. for us to be able to have that right. As we look at things and as we continue to move forward with this this topic, which this is not going to be the last podcast that we do on voting because we're coming up to that time. Um, for the election, which is November 3rd. 
when we look at this thing and think about this, that even in this this age of education where there's so many people, not just African-Americans, but as you've always said, people of all different races and backgrounds have education and they try to do whatever they can, the possibility to suppress their vote. So it's important, right. it's important for us uh, to realize it's not just an edu- it's not just a poor thing today, but they want to suppress everybody vote that don't vote the way they want them to. So it's important for you and for me to put into place in our minds because we have to put it in our minds before we can enact it in in, in physical. If if our minds don't don't realize that we need <clears throat> to be empowered and, and that our power comes from our vote. It, we have to understand because see, there was a time when they, they felt they could legitimately uh, hinder our vote because they said we were illiterate. We didn't have the education. We didn't have the background. We didn't have the understanding. And, and I remember when, uh, as I've read things and back in the uh, 20s when the women, when women actually was given the right to vote. But you must realize that they, they gave women a right to vote, but they didn't give black women the right to vote. When we look at this thing as we continue to move forward and look at how even in 1960, I think it was 1965 when the Voters' Right Act was signed, when we look at that and, and even look at all these years that have passed, they still are trying to hinder the vote. They're not just trying to hinder the black vote now. They're, they're trying to hinder uh, anybody. Okay, think Okay, think about this. If, if they could get away with it, those that have protested, they would hinder them from being able to vote. Because what they, they, they seeing and looking at this situation right now, Phyllis, when we look at this thing, the, they're they looking at those that, that protest. They're trying to, try to say that so many of the protesters that even though they were nonviolent, they were trying to say that they were called, they were a problem. But everybody have a right to protest, to peacefully protest. When we look at this thing and as we think about how people uh, of all types of backgrounds that have protested with this Black Lives Matter movement and, and, and all these deaths of these people that have been killed unjustly, when we look at this thing and, and examine it for ourselves, Phyllis, we, re- we come to a realization that we're all in this melting pot together. And, and, and there is uh, one side that's against everybody. I don't care what color your skin, what your background is. And, 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 then, and then there's uh, the one side that... <clears throat> If, if they could stop us from doing anything or if they could could even send us back to countries that we came from, they would do it. But what we got to do, Phyllis, we got to understand this thing and we got to realize that we have power, unspeakable okay. power. We have it, but we got to exercise it. We got to, we got to not l- allow them to get in our mind because what they do is they try to get in our mind and tell us that... <clears throat> If they put things in that hinder us from voting, that we will give up and throw in the towel. And if you give right. up and throw in the towel, you 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 have you have given the game up. You are just a. It don't matter what your your background is. It don't matter who you are. If you if you are poor white, if you are black, if you are Hispanic, if you are Jew, it don't matter. If 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 you don't exercise your right to vote, you are slave to those that have hindered you because you wouldn't do what was necessary to step up and step out with power and authority because we have it and it's in our vote. Exactly, exactly. And like you said, your, um, that power is the power
power to decide on the quality of our lives for ourselves and our our children and our community. So you are exactly right. We have that power to decide, and it is in our vote. That power gives us the 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 quality of life that we all want. So I can't stress enough, you know, to get out and vote. Get mm-hmm. out and vote. Early voting started today in some communities, some states. I'm not exactly sure. I know here in Texas, early voting starts tomorrow, um, uh, October 13th through the 30th. And so I'm going to get out and vote. I don't know how long the lines are going to be. But if you got to get you one of those little uh, portable chairs so that you don't have to stand for a long time, because I know some people can't stand for a long time, don't let that stop you from getting out and vote. Take you a chair so you can sit down and fold it back up and strap it around your back. But mm-hmm. get out and vote. That's all I can say is vote, 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 vote. We have the power in our hands um, to decide the quality of life that we all deserve, that we all want. When our taxes go up, if you didn't get out and vote, don't complain because you got high taxes because you didn't get out and vote. Don't complain about it. You know, like you said, if you don't want a new school built in your community because it, it's going to cost you higher taxes, don't get out and vote. Then don't complain. Right. So we got to do what we, so what our ancestors mm-hmm. bled and died some for. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, um, they made so many sacrifices for mm-hmm. us to get out and vote. So I just cannot stress that enough. And, and even Native Americans, you know, get out and vote. Right. You know, get out and vote. Mm-hmm. You know, it's our right. Every this is a a melting pot of people, and it's not just about us as African Americans. But if you are immigrant in this country, right, get out and vote. That's our right to get out and vote. While you have that, you have that privilege. When you think about this thing. Um, <clears throat> as we even look at the situation that we're in with the pandemic and all of that that's going on and them not doing what is uh, necessary to help all these Americans that are without jobs. And we look at all this situations that are happening that not only are they without jobs, but their, their um, unemployment is not getting processed in a timely manner. Uh, we can, we can do something to make change. We are in a position right now. We are empowered right now to make change to where right. uh, these types of things that are happening can go away. But in order, in order for that to happen, we have to exercise our vote. I can't get it enough. I can't say voting enough to, to each and every one of us because when I think about it and look back during slavery time, the slave master was, uh, uh, how people looked at him was by how many slaves he had. This the, the amount of slaves that he had would put him in in position of power in that particular state. Because when you look at the black man, the black man was not considered a man. But I think if I'm correct, I think it was, it was three three fifths of a man, which which mm-hmm. meant so. Uh, the more slaves you had the more power and authority you had because if it's three-fifths, you had to have a certain amount to have 
power. And so what we got to look at this thing uh, today is they want to zero us out, not just uh, blacks, but uh, poor people, uh, elderly people. Think about this. You have all these elderly people that cannot get out and, and, and get to some of these, these polling places that they have, right. where they ha even if they have a mail-in ballot, some places don't even want, they have to go and drop it in themselves. So what we got to do, we got to get out and get things into place for people to help those that are in need because it doesn't yeah. matter whether you're white, black, yellow, or brown, you should be able yeah. to exercise your right to vote. It doesn't matter whether you are a, 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 a liberal, it doesn't matter whether you are a, a, a Democrat or Republican, you should have the right to vote. But if you don't exercise that right to vote, don't complain when things don't work out that the way that you want. If you don't vote for your mayors, if you don't vote for your city council members, if you don't vote for people in your cities, don't complain when you when things don't work out in their, your city and your community the way that exactly. they that you want them to. When the roads with the road that you live on don't get paved and you feel that your street should have gotten paved and you didn't get out yes. and vote and you didn't go to the city council meetings and you didn't yes. help uh, put those the right people in positions, don't complain because you didn't get out and vote. Exactly. I can't I can't express that enough. We need to exactly. get, we need to get out and vote. Uh, exactly. That's why uh, I I really feel convicted to doing these podcasts during this time in this season on uh -huh. voting because the vote right now is so important for each and every one of us when we look at things even <clears throat> voting for the, uh putting people in the place of the supreme court they're trying to push things through uh, right. when obama was in, in in power he had 11 months left and they blocked it so what we got to do is we got to understand we got to see this thing we got to recognize this thing we may not be able to block it right now but we got to put people in place that would do the right things for right people right do you hear me now if, if, and if we don't do this thing, Phyllis, then we all are negligent of being the people that we're supposed to be. We are negligent on uh, putting people in, in place that's going to meet the needs of the people in our even our own communities, not just in the presidency, but even in our own communities. You need to have the right person as your mayor. You, right. need, you need to have the right person as your city council member. You need right. to have the right person as your alderman in your city. You need to have the right people in position that's going to meet the needs of the people in that community. Because there's so many times it doesn't happen. We need to have the right people in state legislature. There are so many things that we have to look at, my brothers and sisters, that we got to understand this thing. We have got to get to know what is going on. Right. If we don't know, exactly. if we don't understand what's going on, Phyllis, what 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 difference can we make? We can make none. But if we know right. what's going on, if we if we if we empower ourselves, how are you going to empower yourself? Get an understanding of what's going on in your city. If you're going to make a difference, get to know what your mayor is doing. 
If you want right. to make a difference, uh, get to know what your governor is doing. If you want to make a difference, get to know what the city aldermen are doing. If you want to make a difference, find out and, and get understanding what the city council is doing. Go to those meetings sometimes. And when, exactly. we, when we do that, then we can we can empower not not just our our little circle that we have at work where we discuss right. things and have no power because that because we're not voting we're not doing anything right. we're just right. saying we're right. just we're just complaining we have to stop right. being a complaining people and be a people of power that that was willing to step up and step out with authority when we right. step up and step out with authority we can make a difference i don't know about you but i feel like i have power because i'm willing and ready to do whatever I, is necessary to make things right 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 yeah, you know, I just think, you know, um, we just need to um, get out early. You know, early. don't wait until November 3rd. Um, get out early so that you can get in and get to the polls and vote before, you know, we have the bigger crowd and everything. It's a little e easier mm -hmm. when you vote early. You know, just remember um, that you need to have... Um, your ID, mm -hmm. you know, a, a state ID, um, or you can have a personal ID if you don't have a, a driver's license, you know, a state ID, mm -hmm. um, you can have a handgun license, a military ID, a passport, right. you know, any of those are, um, as long as they're current, it's sufficient ID mm -hmm. for you uh, at the poll. So I just encourage everybody, you know, don't sit back and save my voice it doesn't make a difference. You know, one vote don't make a difference. All of our votes make a world a difference. It can make a difference between who is sitting in the White House, mm -hmm. who is on the, uh, who is your mayor, like you said, who is your city council member. You know, we have to get out and, and, and exercise that right. That's all I can say. I can't stress that enough to get out and, and vote. I'm excited. Um, to see, uh, you know, who is going to be the next uh, president and whoever it is, you know, we just have to accept uh, who it is. Sometimes you, know, you win, sometimes you lose. But at least once we have voted on November 3rd, you can say that I did my part right. and I got out there and I voted. Um, I exercised my right to vote. So if something don't go right and your can the, your candidate didn't get uh didn't win the election, then you got a right to complain mm -hmm. if something doesn't go your way. But other than that, you don't have a right to say anything if you don't get out there and do your part and and and, and vote. I'm I, you know this is a crucial time mm -hmm. for all of us. You know, for this nation, um, there's so many things that's been going on this year with the pandemic, the civil rights things that's been going on. Right. And we got to make our voices heard. We can't just sit back and make it seem like, you know, it doesn't matter. It does matter. We got to get out there and do our part and exercise exactly. our right to vote. When we look at this thing as we get ready to <clears throat> start to wind down, <laughs> mm -hmm. I got excited tonight. <laughs> but as we look at this thing and, and realize that if I don't win this time, because you, you said that, mm -hmm. 
sometimes we're not going to win. Right. But what about next time? The person that we want as the president of the United States may not get the office. The person that we want in the House or the Senate might not uh, get what we want, but we got to understand that two years from now, right? You got an opportunity to vote. Everything doesn't change overnight, but if we don't do exactly. anything, if we don't do anything, nothing's going to change. We must understand as people, and I'm not just saying black people, but as people, we must understand exactly. that that if we want change, we got to make a sacrifice. Right, and uh, there are many sacrifices that have to be made. You said something that was so important that if you cannot stand up for a long time, take your chair. Right. What is so fortunate and now that they have these chairs that are so light. Yeah. They foldable. You can uh, yeah. fold them up and uh, take them with you. Put it over your shoulder. Carry it. It ain't got a lot of weight. When you can't stand up any longer, sit down in your chair. Because what I found okay. out from today, the watching some of the lines at the polling stations, it's taking for a long time for you to get an opportunity to vote. Right. But don't give up the vote because it's an inconvenience. As we said in the beginning and as we talked about as our topic, the sac this is about sacrifices that we must make to evoke change. I don't right. know about you, but I want change. In, yeah. order, in order for change to come, I have to stop talking about it because there was a time in my life when I just talked a big talk and didn't do nothing. Mm -hmm. The first time I ever voted in my life was when Bill Clinton was voted as president. Wow. I, I felt that my vote counted. Why I felt my vote counted? Because he is who I voted for at that time. Wow. Were there other people that, that did not... <clears throat> get the office that, that I wanted that I voted for? Yes, but I didn't I've learned not to stop voting I learned not to stop pressing forward. I learned not to stop pushing uh, my way to have my way Right. <laughs> so it's important for us as as human beings, it's important for us as right. Americans, it's important for as us as, as, as I live in the state of Arkansas, you live in the state of Texas, it's important for us to exercise our vote because our yeah. vote can count, but a vote that's not 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 exercised, a vote that's not put forth has no power. But a vote exactly. that a vote that is put forth and, and and it's exercised for each and every one of us as Americans has power. So what what I don't know about you, but I feel that I'm not powerless. And knowing and feeling that I'm not powerless, I recognize and I realize that if I do what I am supposed to do. I can feel good about myself because I stepped up and stepped out and did the the obligations that I have as an American, not just a black American, but American in the United States of America. Right. So, so we must understand that we are have all different values. But if you don't put forth anything, you ain't done anything. Right. If you don't put forth anything, you can't complain about anything. Right. If you don't put forth anything, you have nothing. Right. Because you don't contribute 
And if you don't contribute, you are powerless. Exactly. I, I do not feel like being powerless in anything exactly. that I do. So I must exercise my constitutional right. Exactly. To vote. Exactly. And um, like you said, as um, a great granddaughter of um, former slaves, um, I don't want to be a slave no more <laughs> by not exercising my right to vote. I tell you, that statement you said was very powerful. Not voting makes us remain a slave. So um, I have to, as as a as a female mm-hmm. who are on the back of 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 people who mm-hmm. made sacrifices for us to vote, mm-hmm. as a, a granddaughter, great granddaughter of former slaves, I have to get out and exercise my right to vote. It would be in vain for my ancestors mm-hmm. if I not do what they you know fought so hard for us to have that right to so right. I'm going to get out tomorrow and I'm going to do my part vote. and I'm going to vote early vote. so I, I hope that everyone who is listening uh, who've been on the fence about it saying that um, I don't think my uh, vote going to count or it doesn't matter your vote matters. Your vote is your voice. Exercise your voice and get out and vote. 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 <laughs> I'm going to say this last thing as we prepare to to decrease and to go. Uh, I was looking into statistics and you cannot find a state, not one state, that over 50% of African Americans are homeowners. So sometimes we are targeted to prevent us from home ownership. Something as basic as home ownership. We must understand and we must realize that as a homeowner, you, it's, it's cheaper to own a house than to rent a house. Uh-huh. Uh, you can rent a house that may be worth $100,000 and they may charge you $1,400 a month. Uh-huh. But you could buy that same house for probably about six hundred dollars a month. So it's important for us as as African Americans to recognize and realize that we can't mess up our credit, we can't mess up, uh, get ourselves in a position, and we got to put ourselves in a place to where we can get home ownership. Right. Uh, we must realize that even though they put those obstacles in our way, we must go to those that we need to go to to help us to be able to supply and to buy our own homes. When right. You, when you buy your own home, you're gonna it's gonna be cheaper to buy a house than rent a house. Right. So it, it's important for us to recognize that we put our money in smart things and not get ourselves so much in debt that we can't breathe. Uh, having a new car every day does not mean anything. It doesn't give empower you. But what empowers you to get yourself in position to where you can make change. See, we we need change for economic change, social change. We need all types of change. But if you don't vote for change, it will never happen. Right. And I'm going to ask you uh, this night to close us out in a word of prayer. (laughs) And we're going to get out of here. 
Okay. Uh, well, first, I just want to say um, thank you for allowing me to be a part of this podcast tonight. And um, again, I just want to encourage everyone to exercise your voice, get out and vote. And vote. Um, it's your right. It's your privilege. Um, and it's just been truly um, a blessing to um, to be a part of this podcast tonight. So, um, Father, we just come before you this evening, just thanking you for allowing us as citizens of this United States of America, for giving us the right as citizens to vote mm -hmm. at this election this year. Father, we just pray that your will will be done concerning the candidates. We pray that there be peaceful uh, voting at the polls. And whoever it is that will win this election, who is in the White House or who becomes the mayor of, of our local cities, uh, who are the uh, in the, the school systems, Father, we just pray that your will will be done mm -hmm. and we will just give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. You all have a good amen. day. All God right. Bless you. Have a good evening. Thank you for inviting me. Yes. Have a good evening. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.